0: Welcome to the Purple Rock Survivor Podcast. I am your host tonight, Andy, and with me is our co-host, Emma, but more importantly, with me is our guest, uh, Cass McQuillan. Did I say that right?
1: Yeah, McQuillan. Yeah.
2: Hey, guys.
0: Welcome. I'm really excited uh, to have a chance to talk to you, even though yeah, we planned it so very last minute. Uh, <laughs> You're definitely one of the people that we wanted to talk to, but you know, we weren't sure that you'd want to talk to us, so thank you.
1: Oh, I talk to everybody. I'm converting haters daily right now.
0: Well, I hopefully, inv- one more day for that.
1: Yeah, that's but what we like to hear. I have infiltrated the Facebook survivor group and I'm trolling them every day.
0: So That is a place I won't venture, so that's amazing.
1: <laughs> I go in there and just start talking, and people don't realize it's me, and they're like, I hate Cass. And I'm like, yeah, she sucks. And then someone will be like, is this cast? Like, seven posts down after hearing about Rupert or Ozzy or something or Malcolm. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, this is cast.
2: <laughs> I can get I can get why on, like, Reddit or message boards or something, why they wouldn't realize it was you. But on Facebook, it's, like, the one place where it's named. <laughs> like, how do they not figure that out? Let, let's contemplate
1: the users of the Facebook survivor fan page. Why isn't Rupert on? He's only played seven times. You know.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, I was like, point, keep hearing. I'm, like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm yeah, every, every good. Every few months I'm like, should we have a Facebook page? And then I hear this stuff, it's like, no, we're good. We'll, we'll stick to a uh, more sophisticated medium. <laughs> Twitter. But yeah, you should, you should like Slyly. Like, yeah, oh yeah, Cass is terrible, but wouldn't she be great television?
2: I did tell I, that on my mom. I was trying to get my mom to say her opinion and I'll admit she's like I don't, she only looked at the women so far. And she's like, "Oh, Cass kind of bugs me." I'm like, "But she's great TV." And she's like, "That's true." And Abby, so, you know, I don't think she actually voted, but hey. Yeah. I mean, people see my face and they're
1: like, "What? I hate her." And and that's the very reason people should vote for me.
0: Right? Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, you don't even have to hate you, you know. You can like you and vote. But yeah, uh <laughs> It seems to be a common reaction I'm hearing amongst mothers. So, whether it be Rob C's mom, I guess Emily's mom. just uh, you, You're not recording the mom demographic, which in some ways is kind of ironic.
1: Well, they're just not ready. A lot of moms don't want to admit that they are villains. <laughs> I
0: mean, we should have done this on Mother's Day. What a great message.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Rob's mom, I was kind of hurt because her her actual... Podcasts. I mean, it was a little hypocritical because she didn't like Max because he was naked, but she forgave Shireen's nudity, you know. So I was like, "What it is is you never go full
0: naked." Shireen went half.
1: Right, (laughs) if you do the Donald Duck, you're okay. But yeah, I was like, "How can she hold? You know, she put up with Rob. She should (laughs) forgive me. Give me a second chance."
0: I'm guessing if she wasn't his mom, she probably would not have liked Rob on or sorry, Amazon. But the good news is, even if you are struggling to court the mom vote, as Emma, Emma also has pointed out, moms don't vote on the internet. So I think you should be okay.
2: Yeah, they can't find the webpage, so. I literally set up the account for her, and I'm pretty sure, like on Mother's Day, like as kind of a, not like for Mother's Day, I gave her a real present, but like, and she, I still think she hasn't voted.
1: Well, so what
2: would she do voting? Be like, oh, she looks like a nice girl. Is that? Um,
3: it?
2: I'm
1: trying
3: or to think.
2: Or does she guess, know? She's actually pretty good, like for her age. My, you know, um, uh oh, looks like. Okay, now you're good. Um, looks like you froze for a little bit. Sorry. Um, That's but, yeah. just my grin. Get
1: used yeah. to it.
0: <laughs> Remember, Cass never actually changes her facial expressions, no matter what you're saying to her. Isn't that the animal? <laughs> That's story? right. But yeah, I can't um, read her.
3: I can't read
2: her for you know for her age because my you know my mom's older than anyone in contention for this season. She's sixty four. Um, she actually kind of you know kind of gets it. Like she was talking about like how to edit it like can read the edit a little bit and stuff. So let me God we text so much. It's gonna take a while to try to find it. But I know she, she likes Shireen. She only really looked at the girls. She didn't remember a lot of, you know, the older people, even though she's watched the show the whole time. Um, I
0: think. And she, that's when she, you just say all the old ones are great, mom.
2: Well, and she actually she did say exactly. she liked the idea of that. Like, even though she didn't remember them, she liked the idea of bringing the old people back. You know, seeing like Kelly and Kimmy and T-Bird, although she didn't use their names. Um, and she like she thought that Kelly Wentworth and Sierra could be interesting to see again because they were playing with loved ones.
0: But I think that's where you have the advantage, Cass. Uh, even if people you know, don't like you, they still have to vote for ten. And you are certainly memorable compared to some of the people you're competing against, wouldn't you say?
1: I say I get a reaction out of everyone. So, and that's what you want on TV, right? Like, If you're watching TV, you want to yell at the TV. Either mm-hmm. root for someone or against someone. What would Spencer be without Cass? You know, he wouldn't be Charlie Brown.
0: No, he'd probably be the smug young man we all thought he was in the opening videos.
1: He'd be the villain that I was,
0: yeah. No. Yeah. No, I don't <laughs> I think Spencer had it. You know, a question, so I'll just get into it now, is that, um, like, yeah, this is a ProCast uh, podcast. Um, you know, we, we endorsed you. Uh, we recently held a tournament of uh, 64 survivors, fitting them in, like, a bracket. We, you were in our top 64. We made sure you were there. Uh, so unfortunately, you lost in the first round to Tony, but still, <laughs> 64. That's not bad.
1: Well, did he and, have a super idol? You know, I mean...
0: <laughs> yeah, it was all it was all based on fan votes, but you definitely got some, so that's nice. Yeah. Uh, but it, Kageon was a fantastic season. I think most people agree with that. And if they're not, they probably don't listen to our show, because we spent, like, a whole season just raving about it. And to my mind, you are the second biggest reason why it was that great. And like, don't you think that it like explain to the people how boring Kageon would have been without Cass?
1: Well, we wouldn't have had Garrett's great downfall.
0: That that started off. That was
1: what that was a thing of beauty, right? He spent what ten thousand hours uh, studying Survivor after he was recruited in a bar by Ali Povitz, and then he comes out there in his Chippendale glory with not a single body hair because he'd spent three hours getting a wax job. He told me this out there. I would sit in the shelter and look at him with his little man-enhancing underwear, you know, and he would (laughs) lay there, and he would lay there, and he'd be like, can you get my water, cast?" And I'd be like, I'm laying here, too. But I I would actually get up and get it because I'd never been in the presence of such glory. (laughs) And... uh, I mean you guys saw my husband out there, you know? I mean he looks
0: like a, a lovely person.
1: I know he's great, but you know. But yeah, he's
0: not honest, like Garrett. Yeah.
1: I had never met a person like Garrett, and they even asked me out there. They were like, "Cast, is Garrett straight or gay?" And I was like, "I I think he just loves Garrett." Like he must be in a gym. How long, you have to go to the gym like at least once a day for I don't know how many hours.
0: Yeah, it's once a day because you actually never leave. It's the whole day.
1: It's just right. Crazy. And then when he told me he got, I was like, wow, you don't have any body hair. And he's like, no, I got my whole body waxed. And I was like, like, were you at Madame Tussauds or what? Like, how much wax does that take? So, <laughs> um, yeah, I was in awe of Garrett. I never,
0: Wow. So, was it a scenario when you uh, flipped the vote? Because basically, Garrett went home because of you, uh, the first Mm -hmm. of the people to do so. Was it kind of like a Brandon Hans situation where it's like, I need to get this foul temptress off the island?
1: (laughs) (laughs) He he was tempted by me. He was like, You and your tank, you and that tankini, I can't handle it. Uh, No, (laughs) the problem with Garrett was we all knew he had an idol or a clue, right? Because. (laughs) He was. You didn't selective. believe his
0: glorious lie at the start of the game. You, you were able. Well, to see there was lie. no decision. What did you hear Jeff say?
2: yes <laughs> Morgan lied better than him? Like, let's just take a moment and. So and Joaquin lied
1: better than him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that mean, Yeah, like at least say neutral. Don't say well, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, if they made a big deal, it was the opening to our season. There's a choice, you know. Huh? so uh. We all knew, and and Garrett and I had had some private conversations, and I had asked him point blank, like, what's the deal? You need to tell me. And he said, I don't know what you're talking about, Counselor. I swear I don't have an idol. And his poker face is not that good. So I just knew we had to get rid of him. And then Jatia, I had kind of been working with the girls and Spencer and and, uh, Garrett And I wanted to be the third to either of them. But knowing Garrett had that idol, I just decided to go with the girls and keep the rice burner. Because the rice wasn't coming back, but the idol could be burned. And it was, in glorious fashion.
0: It was good. Yeah, and what happened there is, yeah, you sided with the women. And then uh, one of the few times that early in a survivor season, we had a tribe controlled by women. At least in uh, mixed-gendered seasons. That was a good accomplishment, I would say.
1: It was, and but for, you know, Jeff Probst meddling at that tribal council, we would have kept Shatia, but we spent an hour and a half being berated on the merits of Spencer Bledsoe while Spencer sat there, you know, looking like a deer in the headlights. And, you know, it was me. I called an audible. I got up to vote and said i got to keep Spencer. You know, Jeff convinced me, and I kind of processed it that, if the executive producer is being this strong about what he wants, you know, maybe it's probably not good to keep the rice burner for the popular people of America. A lot of people didn't like Shatia. I'm personally great friends with her. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I get it within the context of storytelling.
0: Yeah. So I I guess that was your second act that saved Kageon, was (laughs) keeping the beloved Spencer around one more night.
1: Yeah, and then we had the, the swap, and, yeah, that, I mean, I don't know if Spencer's ever admitted it, but I know Tasha has, and that's what happened that day. So is Jatia. So, yeah, I mean, Jeff saved him, and that was, thus began the arc of Spencer Bledsoe.
0: And then I'd say the biggest thing you did that led to a more entertaining season was flipping at the merge. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, uh, uh, we'll get into that, because that's probably what anybody, like, when people meet on the street, is that what they want to discuss? Why'd you do that? Why'd you flip on dear old Spencer? But, like, uh, you know, from a fan perspective, and why you should vote for somebody like um, yourself, is, that would have been really a dull season if you hadn't, right?
1: Well, if, if I hadn't done that, I mean, we've all heard the post-game interviews. Everyone but me had you know, like, final threes within that six. I was definitely number six. You Mm -hmm. know, Spencer had Jeremiah and Sarah. Tasha had Morgan and Sarah or Morgan and Jer... I mean, I was not anybody in anybody's three. So it made sense for me to go over where you could see LJ and Tony were these big egos. I I mean, I knew they were going to alpha male themselves out. Trish, to me, was highly annoying, you know, and Jeffra... A sweet lady, but you know she just wasn't playing really. She was just kind of with LJ and mm-hmm. Woo never 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 spoke to anyone. And there was that infamous Weasel Woo rumor. Uh, so everyone kind of knew nobody wants to vote out Woo, right? So and he wasn't doing great in challenges anyway. So why not keep Woo? Because nobody's gonna vote for Woo. So uh, yeah, I think um, my flip was great. Not. I mean at the time I wasn't thinking this is great for the show. I was right, thinking right. I need to get I need to get over here in this group because my group doesn't like me. I'm the only old lady mom over here. Mm-hmm. I'm with all these kids talking and talking NFL cheerleading and drinking in bars and I mean, I'm drinking right now, but
0: not in a bar. Uh, that actually sounds I, awful, and I'm not even that old. I don't. I don't need to be around a bunch of people talking about drinking at bars. I'm, I'm an it.
1: adult. I drink at That's home right. alone. You
0: know. The way god Oh my
2: god. Well... <laughs> As a grown person, I'd also would hate being around people talking about cheerleading and drinking at bars. But I'm also a special case in the sum of that.
3: Yeah, I mean,
1: I had nothing to relate to them about, and nobody really talked to me. After mm-hmm. that swap, I mean, I just kind of sat there and kept my mouth shut with them. Uh, and then people actually didn't have a problem with me till i till I flipped. You mm-hmm. know, um, nobody hated me, no one thought I was annoying for you know twenty days of the game. And suddenly I flip, and then I become the most unbearable person on the planet. Well, part of that was because people kept saying to me, Shut the fuck up, Cass. That was like a catchphrase out. We I would just laugh. I'd be like, let me guess. Shut the fuck up, Cass. Everyone would say it to me. So I just kind of laid low and people got mad at me because after I flipped, I just kinda, you know, I had a couple episodes where you didn't see me a lot, and that's because I knew people were in fighting and a lot they're gonna get rid of LJ. I wanted to get rid of Tasha, we ended up getting rid of Morgan because uh, Tony wanted to get rid of Morgan instead of Tasha, which was dumb really, when you think about it, because Tasha was a challenge beast and Morgan was a sloth. so right. But that was Tony's emotions, because he was mad at Morgan because she was lazy. So, um, you know, a lot happened out there. But definitely the flip gave Tony the power, because he had Wu and Trish in his pocket.
0: So Yeah, like, it creates a situation where Tony can flip all the way around, whereas I don't think Tasha, Spencer do anything but, you know, vote along party lines.
1: Yeah, and Spencer had a couple of occasions to flip it back in his favor and turn on Tony. So the interesting thing about Spencer is he was kind of in with Tony, like on the LJ vote, and particularly the Jeffra vote when he had an idol in his pocket, and he never made the decision to make a move in his favor. You know, he just went with Tony. On that Jeffra vote, a lot was going on where, you know, Spencer could have, gotten out other people like take out Trish, take out Wu, take out someone within Tony's core to there. Everyone knew I was willing to flip at any time. I, mm-hmm. I was a free agent out there. The problem with Spencer and Tasha was they were too proud to ever come back to me until the very end. You know, you can't ignore someone for six days through two vote outs and then come to them and say, I need you now. And you know, so that's kind of what happened out there, and yeah, it was, I mean, I'm proud to be part of the season, and certainly when I did the flip on Sarah, it was really because I knew Sarah was going to gun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, we we both had personal issues with each other. She just underestimated the fact that I would, you know, slit her for, her throat first. She was getting ready to do it to me, and, you know, I, I just did it before she did.
0: Yeah, it's actually an interesting parallel, because Tony did the same thing with LJ. He did it before they did, and that's right. kind of what key. I like about you. You're you, yeah. Obviously, you didn't make these moves in order to create good television, but you can't help but creating good television if you're always willing to do something to help yourself. So many people aren't. Mm-hmm.
1: We saw that this week with Dan. You know, people. It's <laughs> hard to for make... a few weeks
0: with Dan. We've seen for <laughs> yeah, couple uh, weeks with Sierra. So yeah, definitely. But
1: it, it's hard for people when they're out there. And, and Jeff and I talked about this after the game, that I'm one of those people who I get that gut feeling, and I go with it. And I think the biggest thing with players who have regrets or go early is they know it. Like, you know, you have that little feeling in you sometimes with things, and you're you're like, I should do this, and they wait. And in Survivor, you can't wait. If your gut's telling you that someone's going to get you next... You know, you kind of recheck it, assess things that day, and then go for it. And and that's the difference between people who are willing to just throw it all out there. I mean, when I made that move, I had no assurances from a party that I was going to be in with those six. I didn't have anything, but I just knew they would fall apart. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, my problem with the game was I underestimated the importance of the first juror and and you see it here in Worlds Apart. They sent you know uh, Haley there first, and mm-hmm. she's a nice girl. She's a nice girl. There's no bitter bone in her body, right? She's out there to have fun. She's surfing on Survivor. Uh, I don't know how much food they're getting to give them the energy to do this. <laughs> uh, but you know, you my ask mistake, Rodney
0: none, especially not on his birthday. <laughs> you know,
1: yeah, Rodney, poor Rodney. He only went how many days without losing a challenge before he got to the swap or the merge? So he, you know, jury management was my failure. I thought people were there playing, especially someone like Sarah who talked a good game. She was bitter, you know, and she set the tone for Ponderosa and and the jury. The first person you send there really sets the tone. So if I were to go back, uh, I either would not participate in the first person being sent to the jury house's vote I would not write their name down, or I would send someone that I really thought got it and was above all the bitterness. So, and Sarah and I are friends now, so she's actually supporting me in my run.
0: So, um, So you, you know, mentioned the Woo, and Emma had a question about that that I told her that she can't ask, but I'm going to let her do it anyway.
1: She can ask, but I'm not going to answer probably.
2: Oh, I mean, I even it. said when I sent it in, I was like, she's not going to answer it, but I just know no. everyone asks, so I threw it in there. It's not. That's right. She's she, she trying to
0: help all the people out there and we're like, she's never answering that. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. It's better as a mystery. It's
1: kind of fun. It's kind of developed into this crazy thing. And personally, I was not a witness to the incident that gave rise to it. Mm-hmm. It happened back on Braun. So it would be hearsay
0: anyway. Yeah. Alright, well, Emma, do you have another question? Though.
2: Yeah, um, let me... Well, oh, actually, okay. Um, so you had mentioned, you know, sort of the dynamics of the group you were with before you had flipped and how you didn't really fit in with them. And granted, we don't know who's going to play this season yet, but there are a fair amount. I mean, you know, in the scheme of things, you're not really, like, that much, like, older than any than other people. And there's a ton. Like, there's some really young people like Spencer and Nat Tanarelli, but there's quite a few who are, like, m- you know, decades older than you, if not more. Yeah. So, do you think you know if a lot of the you know older people get on? Is that do you feel like that'll improve your chances?
1: I do. I I like the skewing of the age here to being. I think the average for the women is somewhere in the late thirties. I think I did the math, and and I think that's good to have other moms and mm-hmm. like older women and even people in their thirties. You know, it's. It's just a difference in life, and then of the men, a lot of the men are like married with kids and just older, and maybe have jobs and aren't you know male models or poker players
2: or college students. Um, so I don't I think, think any of the season thirty people have jobs.
1: They uh, their job is to travel around and just hang hash, out with hash, Hashtag Dirty Thirty. Yeah. Yeah. I. Wow. Yeah. This season. They must be rich, like independent. That's
2: like a good job, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oil drilling, who knew? We should get into that business.
0: Maybe not right now, but yes, in other times it's a <laughs> yeah. business. Yeah, no, I know. I've often felt like that age demographic is probably the biggest barrier in Survivor, and the show often tries to make it about other things, but it's just like there's more young people here. They just, they're just going to hang out, and thus the older people struggle in there. And then in other seasons, when it's inverted, the young people, you know, make their alliance of four amongst ten or something like that, and they right. stop. Yeah. So.
1: I mean, obviously when you go out, I mean, I really underestimated the fact that I had never hung out with 20-some-year-olds.
3: It's
0: yeah. just not in the 40 some year old. Nobody wants that.
1: I mean, no, I mean, being a 40-some-year-old mom, I don't, what, when would I ever talk to a 20-some-year-old? Right? I mean, I don't hang it out would with... It Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, you probably so, do now that you're a famous TV personality, but then...
1: Well, I answer a lot of questions about Spencer.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I underestimated the need to realize that there were different people out there, and not everyone was, like, educated, professional people who would want to have conversations that, that but
0: maybe we would tribe. I don't understand that. I thought you guys could all, it was just a Mensa meeting.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> the Brains Tribe was, you know, we were a hot mess. I mean, God, what did we talk about? I don't even know what we talked about out there. I, yeah. I, let, I let the girls do my hair. you know, and that was fun. <laughs> But, I will say, as
0: soon as they showed the cast and they announced it, I was like, that brains Tribe is going to be a disaster. <laughs> so.
1: Oh, yeah. It was just, I, I was in a really bad position because you had Garrett and Spencer, the two men under 30, and then you had Tia and Tasha, who were of similar backgrounds, you know, and then you had me and David Sampson. I mean, <laughs> all we had in common was we were the same height and weight, you know. <laughs> And Andy and, and I
2: both watch baseball, so we know about David Shanson.
1: Well, I had him picked for, like, some engineering manager. I said, he's like that little guy who can't quite make it, but he's drill bossy, like, pregame. <laughs> I was like, he's going to be a total dick. And then he showed up in his little suit. And he looked like uh, freaking uh, Mr. Howell from Gilligan's Island.
0: Nice. And,
1: yeah, he,
0: um anyway, I like... You on the internet without a reference. I did. Sorry. <laughs> but not me, because I used to watch old TV. Uh, oh, I yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> So for this season, I, one thing I was uh, thinking is, do you think it is hurting your chances that it's a fan vote? Like, if this was just producer-cast, you'd be a lock, wouldn't you? Uh, I guess that's probably too arrogant for you to say, but your cast, you can say that, right? <laughs>
1: um, Yeah, I mean, I think they probably want me back. I mean, I I didn't realize it when I was out there, and but, yeah, I mean, I guess I am a unique character within the Survivor history. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I don't think you like to think of yourself as a character on a TV show, but and now that I've had some time to process it, I see where I fit, right. where I don't fit, and then where it kind of just broke the mold of the mom
3: yeah.
1: by not, not being out there crying, you know, and then just not being the mom to anyone, which I don't think... Yeah, nobody would say
0: that about me. <laughs> and so, certainly not now the second time. So that's uh, at least a bit of an advantage going uh, the second time. Maybe the first time you were catching flack because they wanted you to be the mom, and you were like, yeah, no thanks. Whereas this time nobody's going to want you to be the mom. No,
1: nobody in America
2: wants me to be their mom.
1: So I'm
0: sure there's one person. Well, at
2: least. Presumably, yes, yeah, so your daughter. <laughs> it sounds like well, she's going to yeah. miss you quite a bit, so. She has
1: no idea that I'm this, you know, horrible person on TV. Although looking compared to what's going on this season, I'm,
0: oh, I'm breath a breath of fresh air. Yes. I'm oh, yeah. I'm a hero,
1: right. you know. You
2: got nothing on I'm that. a
1: hero, and I'm glad I showed America that or whatever was going on in that Ponderosa. That was gold.
2: That Ponderosa
1: <laughs> video is like
2: the greatest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's I already ended
0: ten minutes on it last night. It was glorious.
2: That was it was like one of the things where like I had to tell like every I know like three people who watch Survivor like casually and I had to like tell all of them like you I don't know if you know what Ponderosa videos are but you have it to was, watch it. It was glorious.
1: I I actually rewatched it <laughs> and I don't I don't do that. You know the hero. You know I was just like what this is awesome and.
2: <laughs> I don't even and then the
1: the post game, you know, I've listened to uh, the Rob has a podcast yeah. interview of him, mm. and
0: poor, you know, you're looking you better. So hard, it's good timing. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, who's your villain now, people?" Yeah, who's your
1: social savant today? <laughs> yeah, all I did was give someone the finger,
2: and, and what? If, and you know. In, like, that would be more like if if they had edit, edited Shireen to be the um, villain because from, you know, what we've heard allegedly after Will yelled at her, you know, she called him, like, a fat fuck. Like, if they had edited that without showing what Will had done, it would be like you giving the finger to Cass. Well, I mean, your Cass, sorry, to Trish.
1: Yeah, I flip myself off all, uh, all the time, too. Don't worry. Um <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you've heard it. Trish said things about my family out there, and she did get personal. Because if you think about it, look how many times did you see people saying I was stupid and ugly to my face out there? Many times. Mm
0: -hmm. And I imagine those weren't the only times it happened.
1: Right. And did I ever flip anyone off or even respond to them? No. So why would I suddenly... You had your still cat face. Right. So why would I suddenly break you know, over nothing, right? I mean, here that was day 35 or 36 that Trish went home. So it's totally out of character for me to suddenly be flipping someone off. And because I went through a lot of crap out there, and I think I just laughed at everyone. I mean, I just kind of was like, wow, these people are nuts. But everyone out there cussed me out. Probably the only person who didn't cuss me out was Wu.
2: In Wait, reality. Didn't we would have to talk to do that, so...
1: Yeah. And LJ was... And LJ and Jeffro were never rude to me. Jeremiah was never rude to me. But post-game, he said horrible things about me. I'm like, Jer- Jeremiah, we've never even freaking spoke. You know? I mean, I don't know why, but
2: it's a bandwagon thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I also found the uproar, like, from sort of the fandom community about that, like, flipping someone off, so, like, weird. It's like, really, who gets offended by that? Like, I... If someone like it, it's just like okay, yeah. Like,
0: yeah, it's well, like the only time it really driving. happens in real life is like in view. driving.
2: Yeah, yeah it's, like, I, right, I own a gesture. I can move on and ignore. Like yeah,
1: I I own that finger, and I would give it to her a thousand times over. <laughs> she, she called my daughter retarded and my husband Olympic faggot. So
0: yeah, I'm sorry crossing the line.
1: Yeah, I think, and then telling me even post game about my parenting skills. She's She's gone on record post-game interviews saying that I'm a horrible parent and stuff. And that's just crossing that line of kind of like with Will and Shereen saying nobody loves you at home. I mean, how do you know anything about me? You don't. So, um, and I never said anything about her parenting. I know both her daughter's names. I could tell you everything about them because I listened to her talk about them. So, yeah, I, that woman is, to me, horrible. And, you know, she's the only person in the history of the game to be so horrible, so we quit rather than be around her. So yeah, if I gave I her the finger, true. I gave her the finger. I didn't quit. I sent her packing and flipped her off. And I say, fuck you, bitch, because she is a
0: bitch. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, uh, in- like, instructive, because I think, yeah, obviously we are fed and edit, and people buy into that, and they, you know, the rules, you know, you were cast as the villain so that, you know, Spencer's underdog edit it will look better and Tony's eventual win or whatever. But there's a difference between game villainy, which all you're doing is voting people out when you say you won't. Actually, you never tell people that you're not voting for them. That's um, right. But, yeah. I
1: never lied. I never lied out there.
0: Yeah, uh, I to but yeah. like Blindsiding people or turning your back on a lion. So that's game stuff. That's telling people that you have sixes when you're holding jacks in poker. Right. Uh, But saying things about people outside of the game, that's, like, genuine villainy. That's where the morality of Survivor comes into play. But people still think you're a villain, uh, and I think you're just going to have to, you know, slide into, you know. And you've done a good job of steering into that skid. Hey, why not? Yeah, exactly. I
2: mean, Sandra was cast on the villain's tribe, like, so.
1: But what did I really do that was mean? I mean, there's a difference between playing the game kind of cutthroat, and then actually being a mean person.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And to me, a lot more people were mean to me. They attacked my appearance. They attacked my personality. Uh, You know, but what did I really do to them other than backstab them?
0: And lie about your chosen profession. That was pretty evil.
1: I didn't lie. I am a reindeer (laughs) handler. That's true. I didn't do that. It was an act of omission. (laughs) <laughs> and no one actually ever sat down and talked to me to find out anything about me. Uh, so my line ever had to really be revealed.
0: You no, know, I mean, like, They would have been like bring reindeer person. But I guess if Garrett no. was a brains tribe, everything was off the table.
1: The whole brains tribe was lying.
0: You know, Jatia was like, I work for the government.
1: David was like, I work in marketing for a major league baseball team. You know, Spencer was, well, Spencer was somewhat honest. He didn't tell us he was a chess master till he met
2: Jeremiah, who clearly needed to be impressed. Um, and, uh, and then he got know, to impress everyone, but, you know, I'm actually a model. I didn't tell any of that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Guys, I've been keeping this big secret. I'm a male model. Like, and everybody's like, crickets. Yeah. You know? <laughs> wow. But, uh, well,
0: tell that to the construction worker.
1: Yeah. He's yeah. not great buyers. On, on brains tribe, people were so individual and such strategists. And the minute we hit the beach, I didn't even introduce myself for like 10 minutes because <laughs> everybody was like talking about themselves. And then I assessed that these are all people who are very full of themselves and trying to downplay it, but they can't. So I'm going to be like, well, I'm an animal handler. I said, I, you know, I have a degree and stuff, but um, I think I'm here for your common sense you know, especially after the shelter and all that, and they believed it because I opened every coconut, I wove every palm frond, I built the shelter after I let Jatia do her thing. The men didn't know how to use a single tool, they never used a hammer, they couldn't tie a knot, These, and I remember going to David, and I'm like, you're a dad, you have a house, do you not know how to freaking do a repair? Because I'm married to like a guy who does all the man stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: that's sexist of me, but, you know, like, he's gonna go out, and, you know, that's his thing, he's got his big shed, and his barn, and that's where he goes and fixes stuff, and I said that to David, I'm like, haven't you ever, like, fixed something in the house, and he would, just looked at me, like, now I know, it's because he really has never
2: done that say, I,
3: I he imagine he has to people,
1: that. yeah, I was gonna say, imagine he has people do that, course. yeah, and Garrett had the, to do it. Garrett had those soft hands, like that movie Trading Places. Did you ever see that when uh, Dan Aykroyd's, like, in jail and
3: mm-hmm.
1: the, the prostitute looks at his hands and, like, oh, you've never worked a day in your life, and takes him in. Anyway, that's another 80s okay. reference that no one will get. That and got it. But, yeah, his his hands, uh, he didn't have a callus. So,
0: like, yeah. He probably doesn't even shuffle the cards. And then,
1: yeah, poor Spencer, you know,
0: college Uh Just a quick time check here. How much more of your time do we have? Should we go into rapid fire? What, whatever you guys want to do. Awesome. Let's go. This is really interesting stuff. Um, so, if you're going to have to be the villain, and you're going to have to get people to vote for you, even if they can't vote because they like you, um, I think that means, I think you can convince people to vote for a villain or two. I think people would get that. But you might be competing with some others. So, why should they vote for you instead of Abby Maria?
1: I, I think they should vote for both of us because <laughs> what if we're both on the same tribe? With Shane, I mean,
3: Yeah,
1: with Shane. Yeah, and then, to, like, I listened to Michaela's interview with uh, Rob. She sounds like she's fired up and ready to cause some problems. All these women sound like they want them big, big moves, and I'm like, no. do it, do it, go, go, girls because I'm going to sit back and watch. You know, I made moves because I had to, not because I wanted to. So I say, yeah, vote for me, and I would say vote for anyone with a caustic personality or that did something on TV that made you just yell at the TV or get angry, because that's good TV.
0: What do you think your biggest obstacle will be if you get out there? Is it, like surviving the first vote? Is it uh, convincing people that you're somebody that they can work with? Other?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think both of those things. There's some rumors out there that no one can trust me. But, actually, I never really... I was pretty loyal to Tony in that alliance until Mm -hmm. we got to the final five, which was our deal. And that was my first real alliance where everyone in the alliance actually spoke to me. Um, So... One thing, I mean, and everyone's saying it, you know, work on the personal connections. I think almost everyone has said that who's a candidate. And then the first vote will be tricky because what are people going to be looking for? Are they going to go after the alpha males? Are we having some kind of Redemption Island, which would be kind of cool because there's so many alphas in the mix, but kind of horrible for someone like me who's not a challenge beast.
0: And horrible for everybody because Redemption Island is terrible.
1: Well, and it would really constitute a third chance. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, technically. But what if they have, like, the duels and the exile that they had from Blood vs. Water 2? I can see that happening because you have so many good physical players and rivalries or, you know, what if you have Terry and Shane or Terry and Vetus, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that'd be cool, Um Tasha and Michaela or something, like some very physical people, uh, it could make for good TV right out of the gate. So I can see them Spencer doing Spencer and
0: Steven, that would be fantastic.
1: <laughs> Maybe Spencer and Joe or something, or Joe and Wu,
2: you know. Yeah, Steven would get crushed.
1: Steven. I'm not even
2: memorizing the numbers again. He did that really well. Maybe me and Steven.
3: There you go.
2: We both have to take our glasses off and compete.
1: (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, you can't really have a game plan going in because I think it's going to start out like heroes, villains. Like, we're going to get on the beach and they're going to be like, let's go, let's wrestle or drag each other around and pop some shoulders out and break some toes. Um, And that's horrifying to someone like me. But, um, you know, I think that's going to be the way it goes.
0: Yeah, but, show just how badly you all want this. Yeah, and right. So the past and, two weeks haven't shown that enough.
1: Right, and I'll probably be like, throw me out as a sacrificial lamb. Let let Tasha carry me a la Colby and Coach.
3: <laughs> I don't care,
1: you know. I don't care if I'm humiliated because I know she's a beast, so let's just let another woman win rather than have me be humiliated by T-Bird, you know. No. So, but, uh, you know, uh. I mean, you go through these scenarios. It's this is actually a horrible way to do it, to know who might be on. You can't sleep at night if you're a candidate. You're just like, What's gonna happen? Where are we going? Who's gonna be on my tribe? And you just really start messing with yourself.
2: So Yeah, I can imagine knowing, you know, sort of who's going on, but not like exactly who's going on is really tricky. And then um so since, you know, a lot of people from your season are potentially you know potentially part of those people would you rather getting like would you rather have all of the Cagayan people on it so you have familiar faces or would you rather start totally fresh and like have none of them there i'd
1: rather spencer and tasha go over on another tribe so that they're targeted because they're very linked they ran their mr and mrs survivor campaign together and all that then i i just like to start new i mean I know there's some pregame stuff going on out there, or I hear it. I don't want any part of it. I just want to go out and, you know, see who we're with, and what. Who knows? What the, you know, production's going to mess with us.
0: Yeah. So, it's like I can just, see them doing something like schoolyard pick to really mess with you guys, and then yeah. put it all out there. Like, let's Either see where that the or they're going
2: to match as many people together as they can. Like, if you and Spencer are both there, they're going to want you on the same tribe. Just like if Jeff Warner and Kimmy are both there, they want them on the same tribe. Yeah. And, as much um, as they don't want, like, all the same, you know, seasons together, they also want that, like, pre-established, like, fire, you
3: know?
1: Yeah, but, yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. But, mm-hmm. um, but if that would happen, I would think Spencer or I would be targeted early you know, because they're going to want to break up anyone with a pre-existing alliance or a connection of any kind. Mm-hmm. So maybe there
0: that's what it would work out like that your you're, you're public non-alliance with Spencer. No, no, nobody would suspect it, so then you guys could actually work together for the first time ever.
1: But the thing is, Spencer, anyone that you beat in the game and resents you. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, they're going to do so much to get ahead in the game, but what's going to mess up their game is they're always going to be like, I've got to get Cass. Like, yeah. I think Tasha and Spencer have this need, you know, and, and I listened to one of Tasha's podcasts, and she said, well, of course I want to be Cass. And I know I haven't listened to any from Spencer, but I know he, you know, that was humiliating for him to lose that puzzle after 20 minutes on it. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And then call me a brain-dead weasel and get voted out. So, you know, those things stick with people. Yeah. And, and it's fresh still. It's just a year ago that we were all sitting in L.A. watching our own finale. So I don't underestimate the fact that they have some latent resentment against me. So would we work together? I mean, if I had to, I would work with them, but I would never trust them and I know right. they'd never trust me, and I know they want to get, like Tasha said in one podcast, I want to take that knife out of my back and put it back in that person's back. So, you know, I believe that.
0: And if that all sounds very interesting to you people, uh, go out there and you need to vote Cass in, because it can <laughs> happen. Otherwise. Because we, we, yeah. I think we all know that Spencer is probably going to be voted in. He's won a few internet votes of recent uh, times, so...
2: And he's one that if the casuals are voting
0: like at all. Like if you would have had a sprint player of the season in Kagyan, it probably would have been him. Because of all his yeah. master plans coming together uh, <laughs> and his complete inability to ever control a vote.
1: Uh. Yeah, I mean, how is he so great when he was so many times on the wrong side of everything?
0: It's but. just typical underdog stuff. It's why yeah, people it's not, cheer for the Royals no. against the Yankees. So, one uh, well, last pitch. Why should everybody vote for Cass, even though all of our followers, I imagine, are?
1: Preach to well, the choir. Yeah, let me preach to the choir. Um, well, if are you guys pro-Spencer? Who are you? I mean,
0: I, I mean, think like, just... Yeah, go ahead, Emma. Sorry.
2: Yeah, well, because for us it's interesting, because, yeah, Andy and John and, like, then by sort of proxy me and our other friend Matt, uh, you know, like like, found Spencer fairly entertaining, but there was on, where we tend to, like, comment and stuff in AV Club, and there were a couple of people that were so, like, weirdly, like, vehemently anti-Spencer, like, way in the other direction, that it co- kind of almost made us feel like, well, he's not that, that you know, we were neither pro Spencer nor were we the, like viciously anti Spencer. You know, it's just like yeah. hey, he's a character. He's the underdog. You know, people like to root for the underdog. That's really all it is. At least Malcolm is charming and handsome.
3: Ooh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't even think I don't even think Malcolm's like pe- everyone always thinks Malcolm is hot. But he kind of looks like one of my cousins, so it's not really it doesn't really connect to me. But like objectively, I understand that people feel that way. I'm not into the man big. bun. Oh, God, I, don't I like it. I hate it.
0: I hate it. We've like, literally had this conversation where you said, any good-looking guy in a man bun would just look that much better if they cut it off. Right. Yeah, we had this whole email about, yeah. about hair. It was so strange.
1: Well, part of my problem with the man bun is my brother has always had long hair and always had it in a ponytail, and now he's, like, balding, and he's starting to look like Michael Bolton. And I fear that for people like Malcolm and Joe that, they will never let go of this. Like, Troy Zen looks freaking ridiculous. Oh, my God, whole... cast photo. The cast photo looks like my high school yearbook with the guys who came back from a Van Halen concert. <laughs> like, you got Woo. Woo, what were you thinking?
0: Woo is the other one, yes.
1: Woo, Troy Zen, Joe. Joe looks like he just came from the dog pamperer. You know, his hair's all crazy big.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, problem is with Joe, I feel like if he had short hair, he would look so young, because it's, like, so curly. I feel like it'd be very hard for him. And he has such a, like, Like, like NSYNC instinct. JT? Uh,
0: doesn't the yeah. like not the... the
2: right. So I was like, I didn't hear the NSYNC, so that threw me out. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, I was like, JT, what? Yeah, didn't you know look- <laughs> I mixed my yeah. genres there. <laughs> We're such survivor that we can't, like, think of other I know.
1: I was like, JT, they look nothing alike. Um, let me tell you, Joe, my niece, who's in sixth grade, I was up at my in-law's house, and she was like, do you know Joe? And I was like, I don't know him, but we're, like, following each other on Twitter. Do you want me to ask him anything? And she's like, oh, yeah. So then he direct messaged me, and I asked him to FaceTime us. And I kid you not, her she was, like, in tears. She was so excited, and he was so nice. He... She was all, ah, he, woo. <laughs> and he was like trying to ask her questions. And anyway, so I've never really met Joe or talked to him without, you know, a sixth grader present. <laughs> but I gained newfound respect for him to just like drop everything he was doing and, you know, FaceTime this kid.
2: He seems and like she... a sweet kid.
1: Yeah, it, he was nice. So I have a new little place. For Joe in my heart, because he would do that, which I've asked Spencer to do for girls before, and he's never responded, and I've asked Wu to do, and he's never responded. So, well, there you we know. go. The
0: pregame alliance thing with Joe is already happening.
1: No yes. one would see that coming. Via, <laughs> via the 11 year old set. Yeah. But, you know, I think it speaks volumes, because He's very popular right now and he didn't have to do that and when I've people I've actually met asked to do that and they say they would and then they flake out so uh, I just think he's actually a nice guy so bojo or don't it's too, it's too soon for any of the dirty 30 really
0: it is a little tough you know like it, typically you get like one maybe two back back to back uh, and now, yeah it's like it's gonna be like five of them out there well, or four uh, listen, we'll see. But um, thank you, thank you for doing this. Um, yeah, thank you. We all right, guys.
1: Well, thanks.
0: It's great talking to you.
1: Send me the link. We'll do. And uh, you guys have a good night. You too.
0: Thank you, and, and thank you for everybody for listening.
1: Vote, hey, vote all the old people too. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean vote. not not age wise. <laughs> yes. I mean, like the I'm voting anyone like pre Survivor 20. Just automatically, because I want to see
2: how they play. Well, you also want us to vote age-wise, too, because you think that'll help you,
0: right? Yeah, but I... Anybody who played 15 years ago is, by, you know, math, a little older. No,
1: I freaked out when Andrew Savage walked into my elevator in L.A.
2: I, like, fangirled over him. (laughs) Yes. Our friend Matt is obsessed with Andrew Savage. (laughs) Like, he was on the podcast we did with him, and I think he was going to cry.
1: He's freaking hot. He walked into my elevator, because you're not supposed to run into each other when you're at the Mm -hmm. casting things. And I don't know how we ended up on an elevator alone, but there were some fantasies I had thought of (laughs) many years ago that could have been enacted if I was able to speak. Because, yeah. And then I saw... Yeah. And I told him going in to film his video, he was coming out, and they had made him change shirts, I guess, because of the background and the... We were all doing our pre-things, mm-hmm. and he was talking to someone on the way out, and I just awkwardly blurted out, well, you should have just taken your shirt off. And I was I like, really wow. Got I was like, good job, Cass. So smooth. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing in your life you've ever said to Andrew Savage is, yeah. you should have taken your shirt off, you 55-year-old hunk. <laughs> like, hashtag dad bod.
3: Yeah, you know, like, I mean, he does
0: not have a dad <laughs>
1: It's, it's I, I don't know what he's got under there.
0: I hope. I guess hopefully we'll find out. Yeah,
1: if we're on the I same. I doubt track.
0: he'll strip completely naked like he did in that one challenge, but who knows?
1: I'm gonna see his briefs.
0: <laughs>
1: Not in the lawyer. Not sense. in the legal term. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I mean you for could some have a good, lawyer alliance, there's some hotties. I mean, for for my demographic, these are some hot guys. No, no, I mean,
2: I I don't usually like go for the you know older guy thing. That's never really been my my jam. But a savage. Not bad. Not bad.
1: Savage. We can salvage the savage. You know, he's he's and pretty great hot. name. Great name. I know. I just want to yell it. Like I don't <laughs> even want to get into it. Like savage. Like damn.
0: You know.
3: <laughs> That's Aww, and
0: I thought you guys were saying his great name was Andrew. I'm, I'm a little sad. <laughs>
3: oh, oh right.
0: <laughs> I know. Yes. Even I don't know that.
2: Sometimes I forget what? that's your name because you just are Andy. So yeah,
1: you guys will never
0: be as grown up as Andrew Savage.
2: <laughs> you guys should
1: have. You should have tapped into the dad bod conversation here. You
0: know. <laughs>
3: I, I, I could have
0: laughed, and you guys could have chatted it up. No. I'm pro-DadBot. If that's actually a thing, I'm not sure it is. But have
3: you not heard you, You're on the
0: Internet, Andy. I've Come seen on. it. I just don't actually believe it. It's like when, you know, they say, oh, I love nerds. And it's like, no, you love, like, hipsters in glasses, you know. You love, like, Jake Gyllenhaal you. being a nerd or something.
1: Have you guys thought, have. About, have you thought
2: about what lives in Max's beard if he's on Survivor? <laughs>
0: I, I forgot to ask him that.
2: I have actually, I have actually weirdly met him a couple of times now, and so far I've seen nothing crawl out. So you know, I'm hoping
3: everything's okay. Yeah, I've
2: met him. So
1: nothing crawled out.
2: Yeah, but yeah, all but right, I mean, I'm, I'm in LA, so I see beards like that all the time because it's like, oh a thing. That's yeah. a thing. Yeah, I mean, more like the Silver Lake Echo Park area, but which is not where I am. I won't go into that. <laughs> that <laughs> <just> tell everybody <laughs> where
0: live. All right, so everybody, vote for Cass, <laughs> vote for Savage, vote for Joe uh, and T-Bird and Jeff Arnold. and all the crew.
1: <laughs> Showmans yes. for, for Cass and Savage.
0: There we go. We're, we're going to start the hashtag now. Thank you again so much.
1: All right, guys, thanks. Yeah, thank you. And uh, have a good night. You,
0: you well. too.